Justice Peace Pod, I seemed it, it seems only appropriate for me to do as I say I was going to do, and that is drop this non-awaited podcast. This is my pilot of Paige. Paige is missing the podcast about my mom. I, I, I don't have anything specially prepared for the pilot. There, there, there's no written anything. I don't usually write anything. I'm just going to talk to you as a person to open up this podcast. Now, my name is Justice Pong Yan, in case you did not know. I am a father of nine children. I have three grandchildren. I All of those children are, are with one lady. Let me say that right now. I don't have multiple baby mamas floating around. The, the noise that you hear in the background is, is my recording studio. We're, we're, we're in the background. We're, we're washing money. We're, we're laundering money. So you hear the money in the dryer right now, you know. Uh, That's fucking impossible. Yes, and that. I'm going to try to keep as much of the vulgar language down as possible to keep this podcast a lot more um, palatable for people who cannot handle uh, sounds that offend them. So so I'm going to try to do that also. Let me just talk to you, okay? Now, not too long ago, I had the opportunity to meet my father. Uh, his name is... Still not relevant to anybody yet. Not yet, but it will be later on. Like I said, uh, recently, I the la within the last two years, I got the opportunity to meet my father. One of the most interesting men I have ever met in my life. And I do not say that because I am partial to the man who is my father. I say that because that guy's special, Okay. Everybody's dad, good, bad, ugly, handsome, however you want to say it, your dad is special. You know, there is a reason why every child should be around their father because there are instinctive things that kick off when you are around your dad. Some things you don't have to ask. Some things just fall into place. And then again, some things don't. But like I said, when I met my dad two years ago, he said one of the most interesting things to me that I'd ever heard in my life. And, and my dad's no, he's no spring chicken. He's an older individual. He, he told me something that's very, very um, applicable to my life, that's, that I can apply to my life. He told me that, that you know, he, he could tell me everything about his life and everything, but there would be a couple of chapters that he left out. And as soon as he said that, on the inside of my head, I kind of laughed and I said, that's funny because Paige is missing. Now, Paige is my mom. And if you don't get how that goes together, my dad says that there are chapters missing in my mom's name is Paige. It, it, I mean, hey, 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 you put, you put it together, okay? Now, growing up the way that I grew up, there wasn't nothing extra about it. 
It was a regular ass childhood to us, except without mom. That's just how it was. My mom just wasn't there, and everybody acted like everything was fucking normal. So we seemed, we thought, at least I thought most of the time, that shit was normal, except for the fact that I was like the white one in the family. Besides that, you know, I looked more Caucasian than everybody else in the family. Besides that, we had a, I mean, a fairly good childhood. I had a loving family. I had a loving grandparent. I had loving grandparents. Um, I hate to, when I say um, that's because I get hesitant on how sensitive motherfuckers are, right? Excuse me. How sensitive people are right now on how it is to discipline children. And, and listen, I understand you're not supposed to sock your kid in the jaw and, and like, go all out with them, but kids need discipline. Kids will test you, and, 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 and they do need discipline. I was over-disciplined at times, but not to make an excuse for the people who were disciplining me, but they didn't know no damn better. They knew nothing about the psychological effects of what was going on with them and how it would outplay or how it would play out with the children it was that they were raising. And, and that would be me and my brothers. Anyway, <laughs> I rant. Like I said, growing up, it was just a regular childhood to us. And, and, and for me, you know, I understand that people can normalize situations completely. You know, if somebody kidnaps you and they keep you hostage for a certain amount of time, you don't even think you're fucking kidnapped. Shit, you with your fam now or some shit. You know, it's it's that that syndrome, you know, where the lady got kidnapped or the Patty Hearst or some shit like that. She got she got kidnapped. She fell in with the, with, with the people that kidnapped her, whatever. What I'm saying is my life was normalized. It got normalized for me not to have a mom and as I got older that normalness that that normalization that led me into other things that was normal like using my imagination you see when you don't grow when you grow up and you don't know where your mom is at you use your imagination a lot I can remember as a child going into the grocery store and looking into the face of strangers for some sort of some sort, something that resembled something familiar to a person I did not know. And, 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 and it wasn't just my mom, it was my dad also. I was looking for motherfuckers that might look like me. I was looking for people, I'm sorry, I, terrible mouth. I was looking for something to grasp onto of course, I did not find it until a couple of years ago when, when I found my dad. But since I didn't find it, my imagination grew even bigger. So on my birthdays, I would think when I would get that little cake and everybody be, yeah, happy birthday and all this and all that. I wouldn't, I would be there, but I wouldn't be all the way there. Because you know what would make that cake a little bit sweeter? You know what would make that present a little more louder. You know what would make me smile just a little bit more is if my mom was there to present that shit to me or to present said item to me. 
in my imagination, it flourished in, in, in that position. Wondering, wishing, thinking, until it got to a point to where I understood things that most people didn't even think about. And, and, and I knew I was on a different level when I was sitting in class one day. And this is really, I've never said this out loud. I was sitting in class one day, and I thought to myself, I said, I wonder, how many of these kids are going to die from, like, drug overdoses or car accidents? It's a possibility that one of my classmates might end up murdered, like my mom. No one knows what they're stepping to, stepping into once we step into adulthood. I was thinking about that in like middle school. My head was on a whole nother level. The imagination effect, it kept that spark of hope alive for a long time for a young guy until that spark turned into a fucking flame of anger. And, 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 and yes, I, I, I'm trying my hardest not to cuss. You're going to have to deal with some of, some of this talk, okay? Because I'm talking about myself, and it's not that I don't have the language to express myself, but what I do understand is that people respond to cuss words. And, and, and I'm not trying to offend anyone. And, and if you are offended, you are more than welcome to leave because this is not sensitive context to me. It may be to you because you were unable to talk in this way about how it was that you felt growing up, the uncertainty about the situations that presented you in your lifestyle. But I actually think in some kind of form or fashion that this may help somebody out there. But as a child, like I said, that, that imagination, it grew out of control. Until I started imagining things that I knew couldn't be true. I knew couldn't be right. I, I just knew it. I just knew they couldn't be right. Some of those things that I would imagine is, is that, you know, uh, okay, I could, I, could, I could tell you this. Now, my grandma and my grandmother are two different people. Now, my grandma is the mother of my mom. My grandmother is the mother of my grandma. So my grandmother is my great-grandmother. So I want to establish this early on. When I say grandmother, I'm talking about my great-grandmother. When I say grandma, I'm talking about my grandma. And when I say mom, I'm obviously talking about my birth mother. But if I say moms... I'm talking about my adopted mother because I did have an adopted mother for a short period of time after my mom disappeared. So, all right. When people started dying in my family, when my grandmother, when my great-grandmother died, there was a part of that imagination that still existed. And it still exists now. It's just a little bit more uh, tarnished. You know, it's, it, 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 there ain't, if there's some unicorns in that imagination, they got damaged wings, damn it. But uh, when, when, when my great-grandmother died, you know, 
people were looking around at the funeral for unfamiliar faces. At least I was. An unfamiliar face that might seem a little bit familiar if I caught eye contact. When my grandfather died, my mom's dad, when he died, which was one of the, I mean, it was one of the life-changing moments in my life. And I'll, well, I'll work my way up to these circumstances that I'm talking about right now. But I just want to give you an insight on how it is that my brain was working for a long time. So when my grandfather died, that was so shocking because I was only 11 years old, 11, 12 years old. When he died, he died from cancer. When he died, I was so mad at the world that I didn't know what I would do if I saw my mom. That Only that day, that was the only day that I felt like that. Every other day up until, shit, I, I die. If, if my mom is alive, I love my mom. And, 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 and if she is alive and she's healthy, she can be some very, I can call her some very colorful language, but I still will love my mom. There has to be a reason for why it is that she abandoned uh, uh, me and my brothers or she disappeared. From what I know, my mom is dead. In Oak Park, buried in somebody's yard or under somebody's house or some shit like that. Or, or she's on somebody else's property. But my mom has not been seen since 1986. And since then, my imagination has gone crazy. I, I mean, it's a normal thing for, for a child to... to and, and this is not from personal experience. This is from the experience of a, perp, of a person looking outside the bubble of a normal family, as they call that shit. You know, even if your mom drinks wine and pop pills and all that other shit, at least she's home and at least she got your mom. And that's normal because you got both of the parents in the house and shit. And even though your dad comes home and whoops her ass and all that other shit, all that old other shit, that's completely normal because you got both of them in the house. But if you, if you subtract one parent, you come from a broken home or some shit like that. Anyway, like I said, when you're coming from my position, looking in at another position, there are certain things that normal people don't even think about that I think about. When you wake up in the morning, I don't give a fuck how old it is that you are. You know where your mom is at. At any given moment, you could pick up your phone and call your mom now. At any time. And I'm not saying that because I want your sorrow or I need pity. I want you to understand that the way that my alligator skin works is that people do not understand what they got until they lose it. And I know what it is that you got because I lost that shit when I was young. But as I look in into other people's little microcosms, little portals that they call their lives, they don't give a shit about their parents. Most people don't give a fuck about their parents. 
They look at their parents as dictators. They look at them as people trying to bully them and push them around and shit, and they complain about them. They lie to their parents. They steal from their parents. Some people even murder their fucking parents. And I'm not saying all parents are good, but I'm not. I'm also not saying that all parents are bad. And to me, it was just kind of like, you know, I, I would always be like, well, if that was me, well, if that, if I, I would do it like this, or maybe I would, you know, I wouldn't let my mom do me like me because I'm, you, well, it's easy for us to say what it is that we would and wouldn't do if we didn't grow up in that situation. And for a long time, I had to remind myself that people don't understand the value that comes with having a family. They really don't understand it. And right now, in this timeline that we live in, in 2023, what's the, the date is, is what, the 21st? Let's see what today is. Today is, hold on, why my phone do that? Today is the 17th, Monday, July 17th. In this time that we live in, you can't hold a conversation with the person without them having to look at that phone. So for me having to take you back in time to 1986, shit, 1985, when this story really began, is going to be a stretch because a lot of people don't understand what it is that they don't understand. You can't comprehend a timeline that you did not live in unless you are willing to actually forget everything it is that you know about now. And that's exactly what I'm going to ask you to do. On the next episode, I'm going to ask you to forget everything that you know about now. There will be no cell phones. There will be none of that. There will be no high-speed internet. There will be no police officers worrying about any kind of uh, special. They won't even be called designer drugs. I'm going to take you back to Oak Park. I'm going to bring you into the 1980s crack lifestyle in which it was people used to live probably you know pretty cool as the fucking excuse me as the drug lifestyle is now you know it seems cool until it ain't the next episode i want to focus on a lot of things but even more in particular Certain circumstances that got me in the situation, because I really didn't put myself here, but I, I've gotten to where I'm at right now. I want to talk about the, 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 the premature justice, the, the baby justice, and, 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 and the circumstances about my mom. I mean, this is a hard dig for me because what I'm telling you is some of the most interpersonal shit that anybody will open up and tell you about. A lot of people hear or listen 
to murder mysteries and crime TV and, and, and you like to watch those murder movies and shit until it hits home. And it, it didn't even hit my home. That was my life. I grew up under circumstances that were uncontrollable, not only to me, but to, but also to my two little brothers. So I'm not the one who is solely affected by what happened to my mother. And there's a lot of different angles that a person could take just to get attention, just to, but that has never been my angle. I always seek wisdom and answers. So as much and as easy as it would be, as easy as it would be for me to start just throwing people under the bus, please do not expect that. I'm going to try to go about this on a very, very conscious, and I don't mean the new conscious. I'm just I'm talking about on a very uh, a respectful mode to all parties involved. Because what I'm talking about happened over 36 years ago. The, the 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 homicidal handyman of Oak Park, Morris Solomon, that happened a long time ago. And there were victims involved that went beyond my mother. And I'm pretty sure that there are extended family members who still have trauma and grief and pain. That's connected to this shit. Because people say, you know, in, in due time, you'll heal. Who? who? Who healed? I mean, do I have a choice? I can't change what I can't change. I can only force it down. Like a lot of people have learned to do over time. You just learn how to force it down. But with this invention of, of the Internet, I call upon the people to help me network to internetwork and get the final answers to where it is my mother's remains are so she can finally rest in peace. Now, this is a Page is Missing podcast. It is under a legacy media, ENT. LLC, I own this shit. I own my own company, okay? I own Justice in the Peace Pod. I own Filmed. I own a couple of things that's under that umbrella. So I want to let you know that first and foremost, this will not be a daily episode. I will be putting the link up in the description sometime soon once I get everything set up and, and all that old other stuff. Uh, it's funny how I say something on here and then the next thing I know to go get stuff set up, somebody then took my name and all this old other weird shit. Stop hating, okay? Don't 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 hate on, on, on the great. All right? Don't 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 be mad, okay? Like I said, this will be a weekly episode, so it'll give you some time to listen to whatever it is, whatever else it is that you listen to, so you can come and listen to this. I'm going to try not to keep it too long. I have interviews with some people. I have information 
about some people. I have breaks in the story that the police don't even have. One thing that I'm working on right now is actually getting the police on this thing to tell me exactly what happened with the case, what's happening to the case, and what's going to happen with the case. My mother is still, she still has never been declared dead. Still, to this day, since 1986. But yeah, this is justice, and this is a legacy. Media, ENT LLC production. I want to thank you for listening to Pages Missing, the pilot. Um, the link will be in the description, and if not, I will be sending it out over. I'll send it out in the messages. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on all of the platforms. I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, 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 what's the other thing? That new Twitter thing that Instagram got strings or something like that. I'm on all that stuff. Justice, peace, pod. Once again, do whatever it is that you got to do to get through. Don't hurt anybody in the process. Every single one of these podcasts, every single one of the podcasts that I've ever recorded has been leading up to this right here. The, the, the missing, pages missing. And like my, like my dad said, we would all be able to write a book about our lives and leave some chapters out. I just want to know in those chapters, in those chapters that you would leave out, what pages would be missing? My name is Justice, and this is Pages Missing. Peace.